Welcome to The Neighbor Next Door, a podcast about the power and importance of neighboring. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, and as usual, I am joined on the virtual front porch by my colleague in neighboring, Adam Barlow-Thompson. Hello, neighbors. This is a fun episode. We're continuing our series on interviewing some of our excellent board members. And so we're excited to welcome to our virtual front porch, Ashley Beck. Ashley, how are you? I'm good today. How are you guys? Uh, excellent. Thank you for being on today. So Ashley is um, has been someone I've known for a while. She goes to the church where my wife is a pastor and we got to know each other through that. And we're in a parents group together and uh, our kids, you know, are similar ages, and so they run around the church, um, make noise during worship, which is what they did yesterday. Um, <laughs> Ashley's Ashley's daughter is a Spitfire, and uh, she's always got a little bit extra to say. And I think it's not the first time that this has happened, but she will respond to like when Ashley's my wife is leading worship. You know, she'll say something and then Ashley Beck's daughter like responds to her verbally and the whole congregation looks over and is like, oh, that little girl is the cutest, which is true. And then you look at Ashley and she's like, murder, <laughs> So, which is what all parents experience when your child does those things, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Every Sunday. <laughs> Every Sunday. It's great. It's great. So they've got a really wonderful family who we've gotten to know. And we're really excited to have Ashley on the board. She brings a lot of experience in um, uh, financial world that we don't have. And so you're a tax preparer by trade. Yeah, correct. I, I prepare taxes on a daily basis and then just other things uh, that go along with the county. Yeah, yeah. And so that's a skill that we obviously need on the board. Plus, Ashley's always been someone who's contributed in these groups that we've been a part of, um, has a great deep faith, and we just are really excited to have you on. So um, why don't we start by just give us a little bit of an introduction of like who you are and why you chose to say yes to being on the Neighboring Movement board. Okay, well, like he said, I'm Ashley Beck. Um, I live in the north part of Wichita in Bel Air with my husband and we have three children like Adam said about the same age as his kids we have a seven six and three so super busy like you said I'm an accountant by day um I work on taxes any kind of taxes nonprofits, businesses individuals um and then I also teach an exercise class at night dance mom. I mean, the list goes on on what I actually do. Um, And really one of the main reasons I said yes is because uh, Adam's one of my friends and um, I've always been interested in what the neighboring movement, you know, is able to do. I used to follow it back before it was not the neighboring movement when it was Sussy Life. So um, just being able to help out, um, and just bring my expertise to the board is the main reason why I said yes. Yeah. And I mean, so a huge part of people who listen to this on the regular know a huge part of what we do is we, we 
try to discover people's gifts and invite them to use them. And so, of course, for the board, we really, our, our team is not gifted, I would say, in financial and accounting practices. Oh, okay. That's putting it but, really politely, Adam. Just, <laughs> let's just be, let's be a little more. <laughs> okay, we suck at these things. So it is really great to have Ashley on. But we, but I, I actually mentioned that she also leads an exercise class. And in one of our, so our Sunday school was our, or no, our Wednesday night group. Yeah. Um, we did a thing where we asked people to share their gifts and then we had them lead part of the evening. And this was during like the heat of COVID. And so we were meeting online and Ashley led us in a dance exercise evening and so it was awesome she did this like whole like you know like two or three songs i can't remember what we did and she was yeah. leading it and like you know the rest of us were like working our moves <laughs> out and dancing the people on the podcast can't see but i'm giving an example of my dance skills <laughs> this one may end up on youtube i'm just gonna say <laughs> I mean, if Adam's going to bust some moves during it, I mean, we might have to. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but what was great about like that is like, um, I mean, I think then it was like, okay, Ashley gets this, like your willingness to share your gifts. And it's a little awkward to dance with people on Zoom. But and with just... people you don't normally dance with. No. You know what I mean? Like the, the pastor of your church and <laughs> other parents, like, come on. Yeah, I'm just curious, like, what was that like for you? Like, did you, were you nervous about that? Did you just lean into it? Uh... Oh, I was terrified. I was like, <laughs> what songs do I choose? I mean, because to give you a background, it's like hip hop and pop music. So it's like the top 40s. I'm like, well, I don't want to be twerking too much <laughs> with all these parents. So I had to like really think about my playlist. So yeah, it was yeah. nerve wracking. It was fun though. It was amazing, actually. And like, I mean, it doesn't take much for me to get my heart rate up, but that definitely got me going. Um, you know, it's so it, I, I would definitely if, if you're in Wichita, and you want to exercise with Ashley, she's leading classes like Thursday nights, right? Is that still what you're doing? Yep, yep. At the Edgemore Rec Center. Yep, I have a class there. So you can also go and um, learn how to dance and get your get your energy up and in that way so yeah and i so i want to jump in there at the so is that something that you voluntarily do at the edgemore rec center well i mean they pay me they do but okay. Okay. um i i would do it for free and um, we do pop-up classes around town so like on saturday we did a bradley fair um in july we're doing another work class at chicken and pickle on Ooh. Saturday morning. So we do yeah. free classes as well, like pop-up classes around town. But yes, that one is a paid gig, but I would do it for free. So Ashley, what a, what was like neighboring, like to kind of shift back to our neighboring focus, like yeah. what, what was neighboring like for you as a kid? Where'd you grow up? What do you have memories of neighboring in that and as a young child? Right. I mean, I grew up in a rural community, like our town had maybe 200 people. I lived about a mile out of town, a mile out of town on a farm. Um, and so basically, your neighbor was a person one mile across the street from you or, you know, everyone in town. So um, I just feel like growing up in a small community 
there's a lot of neighboring because, you know, there's farmers everywhere. And if they're going to be gone, they have to have other friends help them out. So you have to really communicate with the people you know. Plus, you know, the stigma with Roy. I can't say rural. <laughs> it's one of those things I cannot physically say. Um, but when you grow up in a small town, there's a stigma that people like to come in and rob you and steal oh. things from like your farms and everything. Hmm. So that was another thing. You kind of watched out for people. You knew each other's cars. So, I mean, mm-hmm. there was quite a bit of neighboring growing up, but it was not like, you know, using people for necessarily their actual gifts, but more like a safety net for mm. traveling, for looking out for safety. Um, I mean, occasionally you would go over to someone's house and ask them if they had any extra butter. But I mean, <laughs> that was rare. <laughs> yeah. And then um, my husband and I now live in a cul-de-sac and I would say we know our neighbors pretty well at this point. Um, I know if I ever need any help mowing the lawn, the couple next door is great at that. Um, a neighbor on my other side just brought over honey. What was that? Friday night? Cause she has, she has chickens and she has a beehive back there and you know, she's a oh. farmer in the city limits. So, uh, so that's she, great. This is honey that was produced in her backyard. In her backyard. Yeah. She, she goes out in her suit and takes it off the combs and everything so yeah it's pretty great nice and then the rest of our neighbors I mean they all have kids and the kids all stand in the cul-de-sac and play so the parents all go out and talk but we know we know what each other do and I mean um we know the cars that go up and down the cul-de-sac so it's a really tight community Mm -hmm. even though it's like a you do you feel like growing up in the country helps you in neighboring? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say necessarily. I think just growing up and not having technology and physically having to go out and meet people is kind of what made me be more of a neighbor than, than probably growing up in a small community. Um, I mean, you're kind of forced into it growing up in a small community. It's not something you really like seek out unless you want to actually talk to other people. So... heard from Catherine that uh, you really took to heart the eight front door challenge and started uh, meeting neighbors I was so I was curious how many neighbors you knew when you started the eight front door challenge and what it's been like to meet those neighbors uh, meet maybe more neighbors um I mean yeah like I like I said for the most part when we first moved in um we knew the neighbors across the way um and maybe yeah the neighbors on either side of us um but yeah uh adam came and spoke at our church i don't even remember when and his whole thing was all all about the eight front doors and so dan and i my husband um yeah like you said really took it to heart and so we tried to branch out so we now know i'd say we know most of our block which there's like six houses on our side, 
six houses on the other side and then there's three at the end. I mean, some people have moved out and so we've had to make new neighbors, but I mean, it's been pretty great. Um, we know if we need any expertise with uh, woodworking, we go across the street to Tim. Um, like I said, the neighbors next door, their lawn, it's like, it's like the best lawn on the entire street. So I'm like, uh, if we ever need any help, they're who I'm gonna talk to. So yeah, no, I mean, it's great. And I'm really excited for the youth that are getting to walk around your guys' neighborhood because they're pretty special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're this, we got the, for listeners, we have high school youth working with us this summer, walking around the neighborhood. And it has been awesome to watch them take on neighboring for themselves. Some of them live or are connected, deeply connected to this neighborhood and are already like wanting to like, work on ways of building that trust uh, here in the neighborhood, which is pretty cool. Um, and Ashley came and helped us get them set up and started um, at the beginning of the summer. So I'm curious, when you moved into your place, like, did, like, how long before you started neighboring? Did you, was there a season when you didn't know your neighbors in this, in your current home? There was a season that we did not know them. Um, but I would say it was only about a year. Um, I mean, you know, my husband, he's super social, needs to know everybody, needs to talk to people. So um, yeah, I'd say after that first year is when we really started getting to know our neighbors. I mean, technically, when we lived in our apartment complex, we knew our neighbors too. So yeah, apartment neighboring is a whole different beast. Right. Did you, did you share walls with did them? Did you guys, like, what was your experience like there? Um, I mean, yeah, living in an apartment wasn't bad either. I mean, uh, a lot of times it was just, since you all park together, you go out and stand and visit at each other's vehicles. Um, I know one of our neighbors, she had moved in from Texas and she was terrified of the storms. So anytime it would storm, I, for some reason, I was never there, but Dan would always let her come over to the apartment and hang out so that she wouldn't be freaked out, so. What, um, as we, you know, with all the board members, we've been talking about, like, we've already kind of talked about what drew you to the board. Like, what is your hope for the neighboring movement as we go forward? Like, as you become part of our community and someone who's helping to lead that, like, what do you hope will kind of unfold during your time on the board? Well, I mean, I'm kind of hoping um, with all the extra expansion that you guys have had lately, um, I mean, in other states, but in Wichita, just creating a really large community I mean, it's crazy to think about Wichita as a community because there's so many different areas of town, but whenever you go someplace, you're going to run into someone, you know, mm. and it just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So I feel like if there's any way we could start to expand the neighboring movement outside, outside of South Wichita, it'd make an even bigger impact. Like maybe it would draw people in even to Wichita yeah. since we have such a great community because it is a great place to live. And I think, I think Wichita gets overlooked all the time because we're the middle of Kansas and people think that we're all just hicks and we have nothing to offer. So it'd be nice to, you know, show them that we're 
a really great community to be part of. Yeah, and we've shared before, Wichita is not always the most neighborly of places. We had some a researcher who did some study in Wichita that found that it was actually one of, uh, they, did, they surveyed like 118 cities of similar size in this, in a similar region and that Wichita was near the last at people knowing neighbors, like spending time with neighbors and family. We were in the bottom 10 in those categories around neighborliness. And so, uh, so there's plenty of work for a group like the neighboring movement to step in. Of course, those were before we really started those numbers. So now I'm sure skyrocketing. No, I do. I love that. I love that vision, actually. And I think there's I think there's always a temptation when something like like our work is picking up momentum. There's always a temptation to really think like really, really big and kind of forget our own backyard. So I really right. like the idea of like, yeah, I mean, let's just really dig deep in Wichita, like continue in our neighborhood, but also finding folks across Wichita who are interested in this work and finding ways to partner with them. I think that that would be wonderful. So so. In closing, we always want the point of the podcast is that people don't just listen to a podcast, but they actually go out and tr try to be a good neighbor. So what advice from Ashley Beck to the listening audience of The Neighbor Next Door would you give for people who uh, might be you know, on the fence about trying to go and, and meet their neighbors? What advice might you have for them? I would think just being open to communication. I mean, being an introvert myself, I know it's really scary to get out there and meet people, but it's, it's a much better living experience if you know the people that live around you. It makes you value where you live. Um, if, you, if you have neighbors that you know and you hang out with, I mean, it just creates a great community. So I think the biggest tip I would have was just go out and communicate. If if you don't know where to start, everyone loves a good cookie. Just <laughs> bake a plate of cookies, go around to each one of your neighbors, introduce yourself. I mean, if you're standing there and they look through their little uh, hole in their door and they're like, oh great, there's someone out there. They'll see the plate of cookies. So they'll still open up the door because they know you're not selling them something. So, That's right. <laughs> I mean- Use one of your talents to, to go out and visit your neighbors. You know, if you're great at baking bread, bake everyone bread. If you like making cookies, make cookies. If you, I don't know, are really handy at making lotions or soap or, or just something that you can physically, like, say, I'm your neighbor. I'd like to be your friend. This is my offering. This is something I'm good at. You know, just, just opening up the door and communicating. So. I hope that that means you're going to go and start dancing with all your neighbors. Well, we'll see. I don't need anyone breaking a hip. So, <laughs> you know, which I shouldn't say that because all my ladies right now at the rec center are, have to be at least 50 and older and they are killing it. So that's awesome. That's but. awesome. Yes, that is, uh, I, thank you, Ashley. That is such great encouragement. And I just, yeah, I love, take your gift, right? Whatever your gift is and build a bridge with that to your neighbors. That's so good. And 
I'm also thinking about earlier when Adam was dancing and, and I, I did have an image of him dancing on everyone's front porch, you know, like with the little ring camera, you like push the button and then just Adam like doing his, yeah, doing those moves. <laughs> yes, yes. There you go, Adam. You have a new gift to That's go around right. your neighborhood with. <laughs> we might italicize the word gift in that sentence, but yes, it's a new gift. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll go around and he'll try and teach him how to play the banjo. That will be his right. gift. He'll be standing there with a banjo in the ring. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Ashley, for sharing your wisdom with us and for serving on our board. We are, are really grateful for you. No, thank you guys for having me. Um, yeah, well, uh, we've reached the end of this episode. I want to say thank you to everyone listening uh, for, for tuning in and being part of the neighboring movement. I uh, also want to give a word of thanks to Jenna Moody for her excellent editing work and getting things all tidied up and posted where they need to be. And also thank you to Christopher Swanson, who uh, does all of our scheduling um, because not only are Adam and I terrible with finances, we're also terrible with calendars. And so we need like all the help we can get. <laughs> Amazing that this thing's working at all, really. <laughs> at this point, I think our only gift is showing up on people's porches and dancing awkwardly. So um, anyway, <laughs> so, so thank you all for listening. And until next time, happy neighboring. Happy neighboring. Happy neighboring. Thank you.